Hey, what's good, everybody? It's a rainy Saturday Saturday night here, but uh, welcome to the Bonvoisin Podcast, your favorite voisin, that is me, Jeff D. Voisin. Now, what's on tap today? Today, we talk about um, the story, I mean, you know, a recap of game one and two of the NBA Finals. We talk about the MLB trade deadline, um, the buyers and sellers, um, who could be potential fits for potential uh, playoff contenders, a significant injury that happened today for one of those playoff contenders. Um, <clears throat> we talk a little uh, NFL, you know, potential roster cuts. You know, we have training camp and uh, preseason coming on. So a lot of veteran players, a lot of well-known players on the bubble for that. And also we talk about the curious case of one athlete in the news, but for the right reasons and also for the wrong reason, too. So we're going to get into that. Hopefully everybody's has have a great Saturday and great weekend. <clears throat> I'm feeling a little bit underweather myself, but... You know, I felt, hey, it's time to get this thing going. So let's get it. So today we um, we talk about games one and two of the NBA Finals. Uh, Phoenix has a 2-0 lead. Game three tomorrow on ABC at the Pfizer Forum. So game one and game two. What I love about this, I talked about in the last podcast, is the supporting cast. Who's going to step up? And for obviously for Phoenix, it's been Mikael Bridges. This guy had 27 points in game two. Another one of the supporting cast, Cam Johnson, stepped up. Jay, Jay Crowder, he stepped up. <clears throat> Obviously, you know, DeAndre Ayton and um, and Chris Paul and Devin Booker, we know what they're going to bring, you know, the big three. But, you know, the supporting cast, that's what you need to survive in any sport, really. You need a supporting cast to help the star player out. Um, obviously... With that being said, Milwaukee Bucks, their supporting cast is, you know, their supporting cast has been non-existent. I mean, other than Pat Connaughton, but, you know, they need more Drew Holiday, more Chris Middleton. Middleton only had 11 points. Um, Holiday had 17 points, obviously didn't shoot the ball very well, but, I mean, he played incredible defense. He did, He made a block on Mikel Bridges there early in the, I think, third or fourth quarter. Um, <clears throat> but... Other than that, they need more Chris Milton, more Drew Holiday. So, obviously, with Chris Paul, I said, I had the podcast on the, the Chris Paul effect, but what he's been doing, he's been controlling the paint, um, getting in the paint. Obviously, him and Devin Booker uh, with the mid-range game, that's which has become a lost start in the NBA now, but I see that they're bringing it back, the mid-range game, and also the high pick and roll with him and DeAndre Ayton. They're just killing Milwaukee in the high pick and roll. Um, what Milwaukee needs to do, of course, obviously that supporting cast needs to step up. Um, they need more out of uh, Middleton and Holiday. Um, Giannis is going to play his usual game. I think Giannis is going to have his best game to date. Um, so look for them to win game three. Look for them to bounce back in game three. I predict they're going to win game three. It's going to be like 105-100 kind of score. But look for the Pfizer form to be rocking. So now we move to, um, no, I just wanted to say one, one last point is the NBA Finals, now your casual NBA fan, even your non-casual NBA fan, you get to see a guy like uh, Devin Booker. You see the greatness of Devin Booker. Obviously, remember the conversation you had with Kobe when Kobe said, be legendary. He has a tattooed on his arm, be legendary. I mean, this guy has been, I mean... He has been off the charts. Now you get to see what he's like. I feel that 
uh, there's a lot of players like that in the NBA. You don't really get to see them on a national stage until they do something into the playoffs or NBA finals. Like a guy like a, um, a guy like a, another guy comes to mind who who should have won Most Improved Player, um, Jeremy Grant of the Detroit Pistons. He had an awesome year with Detroit. Albeit Detroit didn't make the playoffs, they didn't have a great year, but. You saw what he's what he did, what he's capable of when given the chance, and that's what Devin Booker is. When given the chance, when put on a national stage, when he has <clears throat> the right kind of talent around him, you see what he does. And so now we get to the and also another guy who must step up is Brooke Lopez too. He must step up, must have a better game. Obviously, he only had eight points in game two, you know, so he must step up. So now we're going to talk about the Major League Baseball trade deadline. You know, the trade deadline's coming up in a bit, a couple of weeks after the All-Star game. Um, you know, I'm going to go through every team, you know, what they need, their needs. Um, right now, you know, right now I'm looking at Argentina celebrating. They won the Copa America Cup, uh, beating Brazil one nothing. So um, congratulations to Argentina, Lionel Messi, uh, Sergio Aguero. I mean, it was a awesome matchup. You know, sorry to get off topic, but this is a sports channel. So, you know, um, of course, that's all we're going to talk about is sports. So, so congrats to them. Um, heartbreaking loss for Neymar and his team. Uh, they fought through everything. So, but I'm really happy for Messi winning that one nothing. So, <clears throat> as we get back, um, the first team on this list, we're going to start with the American League East, the Boston Red Sox at first base. They need first base help. Um, obviously, it was 633 OPS. But even though Brian Dahlback has hit like 11 home runs, they need a guy like, say, the potential fit I see is CJ Crone of the Rockies. He gives them added thump in that lineup. Um, Tampa Bay Rays, they need starting pitching. Tyler Glasnow has been hurt. Um, he may likely be heading to Tommy John surgery. Um, he may be heading to Tommy John surgery. So a guy like Kyle Gibson would help. You know, guy who's 6-1 and one this season, and he's an all-star. Um, Blue Jays, they already added some uh, bullpen help with Adam Simber. Um, but a guy who, who fits their relief uh, is R Richard Ricardo Rodriguez of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, he's, you know, he saved a couple games, giving them guys closer experience, you know, to help out Jordan Romano in the bullpen. <clears throat> um, the Yankees, you know, they need starting pitching other than Garrett Cole, Corey Kluber, and Jameson Tyone's been um, kind of up and down. Um, they've had to do a lot of openers, which I'm not a huge fan of, but hey, that's the way the game's going. So a guy who I would put for them is Tyler Anderson, Pittsburgh Pirates. Quality left-handers had a solid year for the Pirates. Um, Chicago White Sox, uh, they need second base help after Nick uh, Madrigal season-ending injury. Um, they could go for a guy like Adam Frazier of the Pirates, who's had a very awesome year leading the league in hits and average, or a versatile player like Eduardo Escobar of the um, Arizona Diamondbacks. Cleveland Indians, um, they need outfield, you know, obviously outfield depth, they need help. Eddie Rosario going down. Um, a guy who could fit that bill would be David Peralta, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Who has another year left of team controlling his contract. <clears throat> Astros, they need more relief help. Um, you know, so a guy, guy to help out uh, Ryan Pressley in the bullpen. Guy who fits that bill is Taylor Rogers of the Twins. The Oakland Athletics, they need relief help. Um, and also another bat. Yeah, I would think Daniel Bard of the Rockies and uh, Nelson Cruz. He fits 
seamlessly with that team. A guy who's a rental, he's not he's just a rental, purely a rental. Um, <clears throat> uh, also, the Mariners, a team that's been on the rise for a little bit, you know. Uh, they need DH help. A guy like Nelson Cruz, he's a stopgap. He doesn't, he won't hinder the playing time of their two top prospects, uh, Jared Kalinick and uh, Julio Rodriguez, who they're very high on. Um, right now, the LA Angels. Uh, Angels have been 500 or better. Well, this is the first time they're being over 500, even with Mike Trout out. Trout out. And, you know, obviously the legendary size of Shohei Otani, they need starting pitching because their ERA is over five. So the guy I would suggest would be Danny Duffy because they need starting pitching in the worst way. I don't know how they don't spend money on starting pitching, but that's just how it works. Moving on, we got the Mets. Uh, Jose Barrios would be a, a definite add for the, for the New York Mets. A guy who was a solid pitcher, was an all-star. Um, you know, they need help. Uh, obviously, Tawan Walker, uh, Marcus Stroman, um, Jacob deGrom has been elite, elite. Um, the Nats. The Nats are, I don't know if they're a buyer or seller. It's hard to say. But they're only four and a half back in the in the National League East. You know, a guy they could use would be a John Gray of the Colorado Rockies to help stabilize that rotation. Um, the Atlanta Braves, as I was just alluding to earlier before, star player getting hurt. Ronald Acuna looks like he may be out for the season. We don't know. It's too early to say, but the injury didn't look good. So the guy would put it Joey Gallo. He's a free agent after next season. He has one-year team control. So that would be... Mm, more of a perfect fit. So after that, we have um, we have the Dodgers. Um, they need starting pitching, obviously, with Trevor Bauer, his extended absence. Um, J.A. Happ fits the build. Um, uh, Philadelphia Phillies, uh, they need relief help, as always. They've blown many leads. A guy with closer experience they could use is Ian Kennedy of the Texas Rangers. Um, the Brewers, um, they need help at <clears throat> in the infield. Obviously, uh, Eduardo Escobar fits the bill. He's a utility guy. He could help out Luis Urias, who's played a little bit better of late at third base. Um, the Reds, they need bullpen help. Um, a guy like Yimi Garcia of the Marlins would fit that bill. Cardinals, also bullpen help. A guy like Kendall Graveman of the Seattle Mariners. The Padres, um, starting pitching. You know, with guys reaching their limits, a guy like Michael Pineda, who's been very, has been solid for the Twins so far. All right, so talking NFL, we're talking uh, potential roster cuts. You know, we have a lot of notable names, so I'm going to go through. Um, you know, a lot of it's, it's money issue, a lot of it's depth. So for the Bills, running back Matt Burita, um, he was signed this offseason, but again, like I said, too many running backs in a room, so somebody may have to get cut. Maybe him. Dolphins, uh, Alan Hearns. Too many receivers on the roster. A lot of money tied into some of these guys, you know, especially after they drafted Jalen Waddle. They got Jakeem Grant. Um, the Patriots, obviously, Nikhil Harry um, asking for a trade. It's been a disappointment so far, but we'll see. Maybe he's one of those change of scenery candidates. Um, Pittsburgh running back Benny Snell. Um, Tech, uh, the Texans running back Mark Ingram, the Jacksonville defensive lineman Taven Bryant, uh, Denver running back Royce Freeman, 
Giants offensive tackle Nate Solder. Here's a notable name, Chicago quarterback Nick Foles, Super Bowl hero. Remember him? Well, he's a guy who he could be on the, you know, could be released. Um, Green Bay, Devin Funches, a guy who's had some success in the NFL, but he opted out last season. <clears throat> also, one, you know, we want to talk about is the Dallas Cowboys. They're going to be on hard knocks. Um, that's going to be an interesting team to follow this season. Obviously, obviously. If people know, I'm a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. So I can't wait to see what they look like. Can't wait to see some of the storylines. Can't wait to see how Dak looks like in, in a full padded practice. Um, you know, because obviously their offense was good. Just the defense was a total mess. So can't wait to see what Dan Quinn has in store. Can't wait to see the new rookie, Micah Parsons. Um, it's a lot of optimism. Um, so each week I'm going to do a state of, state of the franchise. So this week we're going to go... We're going to still stay in the state of Texas. We're going to do Houston. Now, Houston, obviously, no Deshaun Watson. Um, uh, they drafted Davis Mills. They have quarterback Tyrod Taylor. We'll see who's the quarterback, but it's clear it's going to be Tyrod Taylor. Um, so now we have lots of guys on one-year deals. You know, they brought in a lot of guys on one-year deals. A lot of notable names. Um, Mark Ingram. Um, they brought in Mark Ingram, Rex Burkhead. They brought in Philip Lindsay in that running back room. Um, possibly their record could be five and eleven. I, I just don't know about this team. We'll see. Team MVP could be Brandon Cooks. Who knows? He maybe he's gonna have another one thousand yard season. Zach Cunningham, who led the league in tackles last season, notable name to watch. Shaq Lawson. I think this could be a big year for him. <clears throat> another team that I'm really anxious to see is um, the Bengals. You know, Joe Burrow, quarterback, you know, they got Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. That defense is should be solid. They got Larry Gunjobi, Trey Hendrickson, Mike Hilton. Their record, if all falls well, is 9-7. and seven. So we'll see how that goes. But I cannot wait to see how they'll perform this season. Um, with Joe Burrow having a full season ahead of him. So we're gonna go commercial. We're gonna go on break, and we're gonna come back with our final couple of topics to talk about. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, welcome back to the second installment of the Bones Up Podcast with your your host, the, your favorite voice, and it's me, Jeff Demalvison. So. The last two topics we're going to talk about is the curious case of Shakari Richardson and also the SB Awards. Watching that currently right now. Well, actually watching the yeah, we're currently watching that right now. So Shakari Richardson, um, God, it's been a whirlwind. She set the world record at the Olympic trials for the hundred meters, tested positive for marijuana, then left off the Olympic squad. To me. I honestly think the committee needs to change their rulings because clearly she, you know, she was going through some things, you know, her mom passing away. So that's understandable. Um, she was upfront about it. She was, you know, that, hey, she was dealing with some, some stuff. So I think they should have given her a pass. And, you know, this is going to be... All I can say is this. I have nothing against people smoking or doing whatever. 
just as long as it doesn't interfere with their personal lives or, you know, their main objective of what they have to do. Um, but, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's a bad situation. I feel bad for her because she worked so hard to get to this moment, you know, and one, one decision, you know, of her just, you know, just heard she was trying to cope, you know, that led to this. So I hope they change their ruling for the better. You know, I hope she does get a chance to race. You know, this, this seems highly unlikely, but I hope she does get a chance to race, you know, but <clears throat> going forward, I would love to see them change their ruling. And obviously now we move on to the ESPYs. Um, watching, watched it earlier. It's a pretty good show. Um, <laughs> Anthony Mackie did very good. Threw some shade, <laughs> especially at Ben Simmons. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, there was some, there's a lot of, there was a lot of, uh, nice, uh, obviously winners from this, uh, you know, record performance with Russell Westbrook was, he set the NBA record for triple doubles in a career, um, woman performance of the year, uh, Naomi Osaka in tennis, um, breakthrough athlete of the year, LaMelo Ball, obviously he won rookie of the year, um, best game. In my opinion, that was the best game I've ever seen this season was UCLA versus Gonzaga with Jalen Suggs hitting that, hitting the game winner. Um, best college athlete or women oh, in women's sports, Paige Beckers, um, who gave a very passionate passionate speech. Um, so, all in all, I liked the, I liked the ESPYs. It was um, it was something that I could say that was given what we went through last last year in this unprecedented year. It's definitely, you know, something it was, it was cool. It was great to see. So <clears throat> I wanted to leave off with um, decisions. So obviously we talked about Shakari Richardson just now. So I want to talk about decisions when, of course, you know, making decisions, there's a good and a bad decisions. Every decision we make, good or bad, has a consequence. And obviously what Shakari did was no different. But, you know, we have to have some way to cope. Although, in her case, she chose marijuana. Um, a lot of people, they choose to cope in many different ways. Um, honestly, it, it's very difficult to say, you know, because I, no ju- I can't judge somebody for what they do, how they live their life. Um, but I think that she should at least be given a pass, you know, given what she's gone through given all the things that has happened in her life, because she explained in an interview what's what's happened in her life, you know, and, you know, as long as she wasn't doing anything to hurt herself, I think she should be, she should be just fine. So, you know, some people, they use it as like a coping mechanism. Some people use it to, you know, get away from life's, you know. So, but all in all, I just... You know, pray and hope that we all make better decisions going forward. I pray myself that I make better decisions going forward. So, with all that being said, everybody have a great night. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, everybody. And have fun. And enjoy the sports weekend. Yeah.